Beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, 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 boop. Beep, 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 Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Chase and Miles. What? We are at the Lucky Duck. Miles, tell the wonderful people of the internets who we have the pleasure of speaking with today. <clears throat> Today's guest is the OG Lil Mommy. She's one of the most caring people I've ever met. For many years, she put a roof over our heads. Like many of our guests before her, she comes from Florida. We all now have to get tested for COVID. This is our mom. Hey, mom. Hey, mom. Man. <laughs> What's so, happening? I'm not uh, really from Florida. Well, I mean, well, where are you from? Yeah, I'm actually from. I was born in Missouri. Yeah, so I'm not really from That's Florida. Florida. That, yeah, it, I live in Florida. Worse. That's where I came from before I came here. But I'm not really from Florida. Hmm. How long have you lived in Florida? Yeah. Um, since 1979, and then I was gone for about four years. Hmm. Yeah. And then Where'd I you go? Came back. I went. Um, in the military. Nice. Mm, what uh, branch? Um, the U.S. Navy. It's funny. Um, this is our mom, so we already know this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just saying. We're just letting all the great people of the world um, know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Can we can we say your name on, for for everybody? Sure. Or yeah. do you rather not? No, I don't care. Okay. I'm gonna open a book. Billard. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> so, He's your uh, Valerie. 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 Or mm-hmm. Val. No, I don't like to be Nobody called Val. Nobody calls you that. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Just Valerie. Valerie. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. does the, where are the, what are the origins of that name? Well, it's really yeah. interesting. The reason why my parents decided, this is really boring, but why my, my parents decided to name me Valerie because my dad had dated someone named Valerie and. I guess oh, in their nice. in their conversation, they talked about this person, and they like, well, we really like this name. How is your mom okay oh. with that? Because she, she didn't know? even know this person. I think he went out with her like once or yeah, twice. Yeah, but did, mm. did she know that he, that's the reason why he liked that name? Um, yeah, I mean, he just they just liked the name. I mean, she knew. I mean, I guess they probably talked about their history. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if I was if I was uh, telling Janie like yeah, we should true. name yeah. one of my after one of my exes, she would. It really wasn't would be, an ex no. because you have to remember this was in this this would have been in like the early sixties, and and it was like someone he went on a date with. Okay, it wasn't well, how like, far are we talking? Like second base? Are we I talking third no base? Idea. Probably third. I have no idea. Let's are we talking honest. home run? And I'd say ask your grandparents, but we know that can't happen. So mm, sad. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Grampy. Uh, so you're <laughs> Grandpa. in you're in Colorado right now, yes. and rumor has it you actually once lived in Colorado. I did, and yeah. and I lived in I actually lived in Aurora. Oh. Which was really cool because when I found out that you were moving to Colorado Chase, mm-hmm. that you were going to be living in Aurora. And I was like, wow, that's just really weird. Wait, how long did you live in Aurora for? Um, my and dad was remember? in the Air Force. At, uh, what, what's it called? It starts with a B, right? The Air Force Base? Oh. No. Berkeley? Ber- no. oh, Berkeley Air Lackland. Force Base? Isn't that Lackland? No. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I can There's check There's quite on a that. few. 
No, but it's Probably. closed now. It's I don't know closed that for now. A fact. And and Miles I think this shit up. that I came back one of the times I came to visit Buckley. Buckley. Yeah. Is it Buckley? Berkeley, Buckley. Buckley. Buckley yeah. is the big one in Aurora. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and they closed it and and um saying Aurora really fast. I mean, Aurora. To say Aurora. that ten times really fast. Aurora, 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 Aurora. <laughs> <laughs> Aurora. Exactly. So, Val, Valerie, we yeah, mom. she does not yeah, like being say, called Val. Call can I call Valerie. you? Oh my god! Can, can I call you mom? Yes. Can I call you mommy? Mom. So, what do you? So, what are you visiting for? Um, I was really feeling this really strong need to see my two sons. Mm-hmm. As you know, I have more sons. But I really missed you guys a lot. Yeah. yeah. We haven't seen you since like basically the start of COVID, right? Yeah. Which for some people, they'd <laughs> yeah. say, well, that really wasn't that long ago. But I'm used yeah. to seeing you guys a lot. I just really miss you. Yeah. And now that you're here in the same place, it was an opportunity. I just really miss you. Oh, we missed I you. I miss yeah. all of my children. Mm. It's really hard as a mom. Yeah. When your children live somewhere else. Yeah. You only have mm. two kids living in the same town now, right? No. I mean here? Uh, no, in uh sorry, in where you live, yes. In Naples. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Yeah. It's a big so, difference. Yeah. Big difference. So yeah. let's uh get into to some questions we had for you. Yeah, because yeah. I think people were really bored with this. Yeah, probably. I mean, people really like Chase and I. Yeah, so we're probably so super interesting. interested. We had an entire in podcast about what we do and yeah. how who we talk to. Yeah. So all all two people that listen to this thing, it's kind of like a cult following. You know, yeah. like you're just interested in their mom. So you know, yeah, because mom moms are the background. True that. The background, yeah. The background of the who, background you, who, of who, history. Yeah. yeah. Behind every great man was a great, great mom, gr- better woman. Yeah. How about that? So Twitter today, <laughs> uh, we're drinking some drinks. Yeah. Like what are we drinking? So we uh, mm. we we hit ha- we hit up the liquor store to grab some Merlot for mom. Tasty Merlot. Mm-hmm. And we noticed that uh, Coors came out with their new seltzer, uh, following Bud and. Uh, Corona, right? And all the others. Yeah, I was going to say so, all the others. Use the code at the lucky duck at <laughs> coursecheckout.com to get your free six pack of Coors Seltzer. Big fat lie. Exactly. But yeah, so that's what Not. we're drinking. Uh, you can see the label here for this uh, very expensive bottle of wine. Um, that's how much money they spend on their mom. How, how, how was it? How was it? Or how is it? It's actually pretty good. Yeah. So now. We're doing this all at the Lucky Duck, right? Chase's bar that he yep. built. Mm-hmm. And we're doing the show. We're doing the show. Today's show is going to have a lot of really cool things. We're going to talk about cults, right? Yep. We're going to talk Nazis. about maybe a little bit of religion, what it was like to be a woman Q-9. in the police force back in the 80s, right? Late 70s, early 80s, potentially. The no, Beatles' no final 70s. album. 80s. 80s, Yeah. I said 80s and you were like, no, Miles. No, it's <laughs> Willy late, Wonka and the Chocolate 80s. Factory We too. all know you were born in the early 70s. 70, no, I was born in 74. the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're going to have a pretty cool show. So I guess let's uh, get into the meaty, meatiness of mm-hmm. it. Greedy? Needy, greedy? Meaty? Meaty, greedy. Cool. So where should we start? <sighs> let's start... Um, Let's start about where you talked about the four years of you not being in Florida. Well, um, what happened there? What made you want to enlist that's, into what? The Navy? The U.S. Navy, yeah. 
Well, I come from a military family. Oh, yeah. Sort of. Okay. Uh, my dad's father was in, in the Navy. My dad was in the Air Force. What did your dad do? He was an electronics technician. Yeah. Did did I, did I, am I correct in saying that he once worked in Area 51? No. No? He worked on an atomic bomb. He worked on the Minuteman missile. The Minuteman. Which, oh. it, was it ever used? Or no? I'm not really sure. Hmm. And unfortunately, my dad passed away when he was 64. So it's like there, I always have some of these questions that I can't really ask him. I can look up on the internet, but yeah. you think uh, your he brother in would ever know about that no. more about that stuff than no, you do? He's five years younger than me. Okay, yeah, all right. He wouldn't remember those things. So you got into you lit, enlisted into the Navy. Yeah. And um, did you regret that? No, going in? no, absolutely not. No. And um, before I went in, while I was in the what they called the delayed entry program, while you were waiting to go in because the the um, job that you were going to do in the military, um, you have to have a, a bullet for that. In other words, you have to have a place to be. And yeah. so they oh, so put they you in. They put you in boot camp according to when they need that position. Mm. And so while I was waiting, I did go to college. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so that made me a rank higher when I went in. Nice. And and it just ended up happening that way. I didn't plan it that way. Mm. And so I where did, did get, you, Where did you go to college? I went to Edison Community College nice. in Naples, Florida. Okay. Which is now called FSW. Yeah. Anyway, so I did do that. Yeah, and then you went to, uh, then they assigned you your position and you went to basic. And... I went to basic in Orlando, Florida. In February. Shout out to the Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it was very, very cold. In, for, in, to, in Orlando. In Orlando that year, it was really cold. So, And you were up at 4.30 in the morning on what they called like the grinder. It was like a huge parking lot. And you'd get up and, you know, I was that was really hard because <laughs> I was so spoiled. Was there already a lot of women getting into the Navy at that time? Or were yeah, you kind that of was the only, that At that time, that was... The only boot camp for females in the United States Navy. Oh, I don't know anything know about it now, but that's what it was then. Wow. And but men were also there too. Mm. And but we weren't there's no was no such thing there's no co ed. In fact, you were taught that they were a tree. What does that mean when you say that? That there was a tree, you didn't look at them, you, oh, just, you just walked past them. Oh yeah, they didn't matter. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah. There's no fraternization. No. Yeah. no yeah. Don't even look. And if we were in a classroom, they'd be him. on one side and we'd be on the other, and you weren't supposed to look at each other. Even right. when they're like outside training with all their shirts on, <clears throat> just running. Did around. you see anybody get? <laughs> did you see anybody get uh, in trouble for that? Hey. Oh yeah. Hey. Yeah. Soldier. Don't you dare look at her. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean just little stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, little stuff like that. So we get to remember that this was in the. Uh, mid 80s yeah okay so we give perspective of when Vice, this was, was you know? mid 80s yeah so, so that was like uh when you say there was no co-ed like men and women didn't work together no okay our boot camps were completely separate we had classroom time together and um we ate in the same chow hall at the same time but you mm. never were with them per se there yeah. was no fraternization no. they called mm. it there was no talk you didn't talk to them you weren't supposed to look at them 
Wow. That's just part of the discipline. Yeah. So right. that's like a, that's like and a, if you think about it, it's a really difficult discipline. Right. Yeah. So, the, and that was to There's keep a, the, yeah. like the men and women getting together mm-hmm. and getting feelings. Oh, that must have created kind of one hell of a horny, like yeah. sexual yeah. tension. But it's, it is a discipline. <laughs> like, right. That's True. what boot camp is all about. Yeah. Discipline and all about So if you learning. failed it and you're out, right? Wow. No. I did. We did have people. There were, you know. Um, well, be honest. Were you one of them? That got that what? That got in trouble? Never. Okay, mm. good. Never. Good. That's yeah. a good girl. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> she just has to tell us that. It's yeah. okay. But, uh, but it really that. was interesting. It was definitely a culture shock for me. It's the first yeah. time I ever tried smoking. Mm-hmm. Like pot? No. Cocaine? No, oh, wait, cigarettes. Oh, okay, I don't know. I sh- yeah, and I was like, yeah. ew, I don't understand why people, but yeah. it was like a thing to do because that was the only thing you could do. Yeah. Right. Because they'd give you a break and you could go up. And I was like, I'm going to sit there and watch everyone smoke. So I thought, well, mm. I'll try it. Never liked it. It's mm. gross. That's good. So uh, what happens after boot camp? They assigned you your I went. I went to my, place. what they called A school. And uh-huh. that's where you're going to learn what you're going to be. Mm-hmm. And I went to San Diego, California. And I was what they called a radioman. Mm-hmm. What's that? So you worked with communications. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like working on equipment or everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. I so learned Morse learn code, oh, that's cool. um, all kinds of different still stuff. still know it? Probably not. Hmm. I wouldn't. No, I don't think I would know it. I used to sleep. <laughs> we with, do the rest of this I whole podcast with, in Morse code. I used to sleep with headphones like this on at night, listening yeah, to Morse code when I went to bed. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Cause they said, Oh, you should do that. Do you know Wow. I, I, does that make for some weird dreams? Like, do you dream in Morse code? Like people, I don't remember. That'd so be super weird. Morse code was like meant so you dots and dashes. Yeah, and was that uh, because you couldn't talk over radios? Like yeah, that was all you could use. To it's just an old, it's an old form of communication. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, real quick, I just thought of this. It might be cool to talk about. Yes, do you think of... that deaf people who use sign language to communicate also dream in the same way? Or do you think they can like hear and talk in their dreams like they're they don't have that disability? True. Who knows? Wow. Like no audio in their dreams. Yeah. I mean technically we don't hear anything in our dreams, but we I don't know. that's like our reality. Right? And what about um blind people? Because our senses are different. Yeah. What is that right. like? Blind people? I guess I mean, it's just like you probably you just have dreaming. more blurry of dreams, right? These are all really stupid questions, but I don't know. At one point, we should ask uh, my wife, who's an eye doctor, about that. Yeah. 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 All right. Maybe we'll have her on. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Um, (laughs) So going forward from the military, how long did you stay in? Uh, For four years. And And then um, after I left uh, San Diego, I went to be – so after you leave your A school – is then you go to your permanent station. When I say permanent, for your next, like, two years. Okay. Right? Mm. And so everyone at that time, you have to spend so much time at sea and so much time on land. And so I ended up going to Iceland, which I was really excited about because yeah. I love the cold. So that's where I ended up going. In Iceland. You were at- complaining about the cold in Orlando, and here you are finding well, yourself only because time, I just remember all the way that year Iceland. we had like really bad freezes, which mm. is unusual. And I just remember at four thirty in the morning getting up 
Yeah. You know, it was just a culture shock for me. That's in Iceland, all. probably that was made everything years a little old. bit colder too. That you had to wake up early. Oh yeah, it's just it was just a exercise. it was a total shock because it was a new discipline, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I went to Iceland and um, I was stationed there. That was considered because it's isolated to a certain degree. It was considered sea duty. Uh-huh. So it completed mm-hmm. my sea duty, and then wow. after a year, I had the opportunity to extend for a year. Um, because it costs so much money to bring someone there. And so if they're already there, um, I believe that now that base has now been closed. Because of the Russians now not it's, being... Right, and it was Iceland was always very strategic. What did you do up there, though? Work with submarines. Yeah. yeah. What does that stuff? mean? Communications with submarines. Yeah, so secret stuff. If I tell you, I have to kill you. Mm-hmm. <gasps> exactly. This You've actually a... never really told me anything. No. You just kind of... This is, she probably did something lame and she's covering it up by saying, <laughs> oh, you know, thanks. Secret, thanks. That's a really nice way to make your mom. Things, uh, Chase, uh, Chase, I, I, just, tell you. I did have, I did not, have, I'm not trying to get killed here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Russia's listening. Um, but I really did listening. love Iceland. I would love to go yeah. back there did you, again. Did you go to the Blue Lagoon? Yes. Before it was ever a thing like that it popular, is now. Yeah. Now it was like you drove your car, you parked on the side. There was nothing there. There was no, and you wow. just went in it. And sometimes it was really wicked hot. Like yeah. you'd put your foot in, you'd be like, oh, and you'd go in and it was just, there was nothing there. It's a geothermal plant. And now it's completely yeah. um, been made there's a hotel it's all right. commercialized yeah when i looked into going there it's really easy there's like buses and all this oh kind yeah of stuff and there, there was nothing like that then it was not a tourist attraction yeah it yeah. was just a thing that locals knew about hmm. interesting um yeah so when you had to leave iceland so it was you were there for two years then so because you, you extended the year and then when you had to leave were you sad about it or were you ready to come back no to i was ready for something new so i ended up going to groton connecticut um new london groton connecticut which is the largest submarine base in the world at the time hmm. and um in connecticut mm-hmm. wow it's where the um coast guard academy is oh yeah. and um so that was and i spent the time and that's where i got out and um that was it yeah and then i became Booyah. You then did I became it. a cop. A cop. A copper. What? Is that what? When did you know you wanted to be a police officer? Well, when I got hired, I when I went back to my hometown, I got hired in the Collier County Sheriff's Office as what they called a community service deputy. So I didn't have any law enforcement, you know, abilities. Yeah, did, I did, did more like parking gun? tickets. They gave you a gun. No, no, not if I didn't have law enforcement. I mean, okay, no, I, I was know. not certified as a law enforcement officer. It was the, what they called a community service deputy. At the time, okay. what, what 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 did it take to become? You have to go through the police academy. Oh, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just did, and I served civil civil service. So I served, um, uh, not warrants, but I served civil documents to people, like subpoenas and things like people that. People get mad? I, what? Do people get mad? Oh, Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they would <laughs> slam so, the door. Did you have a face. gun at that time? Huh? Did you have a gun at that time? No. Hmm. I, I more the most thing I was ever afraid of was the freaking dogs that would come running around the corner and you know. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, no. Like the mailman. Now I'm I, I'm sure that now that that's probably a certified position because it is kind of dangerous. Yeah. People yeah. do get well, really pissed. Some, right? some places. I'm yeah. Sure more so than. But others. we're talking about Collier County, Florida. Yeah. Probably you know, not like that paradise. Yeah. Bad. 
True. Okay, so this is really boring. No, it's not boring. No. Like I said, we have a cult following of two people, and they're <laughs> yeah. going to love this. Both people want to thank you both people yes, for listening and for wanting to know about this stuff. Um, so what was it like when you became a cop and you were a woman um, in the 80s? Well, I'm... I'm um I really can get along with just about anyone so I ne- I never saw some of the issues that some people see I saw them but I also could like let it roll off my back yeah I could joke back as well as you could joke with me so I never took yeah. it as I shouldn't say never I just whatever it never bothered me yeah do you 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 obviously have some memories of uh maybe like passive aggressive uh oppression Right. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and when I look back on it, I think about those things that were said to me. And I think that some women would, that was how we kind of were. You just kind of took it. Yeah. On the chin. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's how you would explain it. And I just was like, oh, hey, whatever. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time. Can you time, recall any example, specific um, examples of. Um, I can remember coming story. to work one day and my supervisor said, oh, your hair looks really nice today. I said, oh, thank you. He says, but it would look better on my pillow. Oh, oh. my gosh. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, ah, you're so funny. And I'd walk yeah. away. And you're like, um, so nowadays. And that was that a casual conversation. Fly. Right. But I didn't. I just. <laughs> was there H- Did you guys have HR to go to when? No. You- oh, no. No. Oh, no. There's yeah. no. There was anything like that. No. And I was where I was. I was the only female deputy Really? In the substation that I was in. Okay. And about but, how many deputies worked out of that substation at the time? Maybe 15. Okay. And they yeah. were all men. But you makes know, sense I have back to really, then. I have to really be honest with you. Are they, for them, I mean, they really did treat me very nicely. Um, yeah, I'm sure most I mean, people did. They yeah. really did. Mm-hmm. And um, But there was always the, the few guys that made inappropriate jokes, like you were saying. Or yeah, because they thought they thought, were being funny. I mean, yeah. one of my supervisors, I remember, no, he wasn't a supervisor, he was a co-worker. He came in one time and he bought, he brought in an, um, a, ma- a magazine. It wasn't a pornographic magazine per se, but it was it was a, uh, where you could order th- certain things from. Oh, sure. Right? Uh, Sex toys. Yeah, and he brought it and he was like, hey, look at this. And I was like, why are you showing me this? Yeah. This was before I was on shift and he was like, oh, well, you know, I was like, why this is stupid why are you showing me this but you know i already knew you know i already knew where he was coming from i just ignored him mm. i really did i just ignored yeah. him and nowadays maybe you would do more about it but i never had any i never had a problem carrying my own mm-hmm. and did you ever uh, sorry go ahead how many years did you work there um before you retired like retired to be a mom um like Three and a half, because that's when I had I was mm. pregnant with you, and I came off the road, and I went I went and worked in homicide. Did you um, like w- was there ever a time where you felt like because you were a woman you didn't get like a certain uh, respect assignment or respect no, or position actually or absolutely not actually actually I think it might be the other way around. Mm. I actually think that um they might I might have been put in um p- uh, positions because then they would say well we have a woman here because you were like the female right, so but was I, that so like things were changing at, at that point. yeah i think they were changing i can mm. remember a time though there was a group of prior female deputies who mm. decided to have a lawsuit against the sheriff's office mm-hmm. and i didn't get involved in it because it really wasn't my cup of tea i didn't really see it necessarily the way they did i mean when i went on when i went um off the road i was three months pregnant 
with mm-hmm. you, Chase. And I went off the road and they put me in homicide and had a problem with it. But the problem, not the problem that they had, I don't look at it as a problem. It was just something that was new in our culture is they didn't have a standard operating procedure for females who got pregnant while they were on the road. Does that make sense? Yeah, right. It wasn't something that they was didn't. so common it, that so they it needed So it was kind of like, per, okay, so procedure. I kind of was able to, um, I want to use the word manipulate, but I was able to kind of like make my way what I was comfortable with. The one time I thought that there was a concern was when I had to go and, you know, you have to certify with your weapon every so often. And I can remember them saying, well, I needed to go to the range to be able to keep my weapon and carry my weapon, I had to go to the range and qualify, mm-hmm. right? And they wanted me to lay prone. Oh. <laughs> I was pregnant. Oh, you're pregnant? Yeah. You're like, um... Mm. And so there were some issues with that, and I was mm. like, and they said, well, you know, and so I won't go get it. I won't get into it. So that was just like... So that was where I saw the first thing was that, you know, if there had been a standard operating procedure for that, this would not have... It put yeah. me in a difficult position because I really didn't yeah. know what the right thing to do was. What what mm. would be the right thing? And they probably didn't either. No, they didn't. They didn't really. And I'm sure now they had all of that is set in stone. Yep. So, but 100%. so I never, I never, I don't, I never feel like people say, oh, you know. And even when I was in the military, I never f- f- felt like I was discriminated against. But maybe that's because I saw it differently yeah. then than I do now. Right. Sure. You know, I'm that's, sure if uh, mm. I'm sure if your experiences are compared to how um, women in law enforcement or women in the military are now, mm. um, I'm sure some a lot of stuff was probably is now unacceptable. Sure. Yeah. But it also I think it also you have to look at how I think it's also how you carry yourself. It's also how you respond to it. Mm-hmm. It's also how um, the intention of that person is different. Mm. And so, you know, nowadays I think there's also the other side of the coin where, you know, we are male and female. We, that's what we are. And mm. um, so we're going to have sometimes differences in the way we see things. And that's okay. Mm. And, and if you want to say, I look pretty today, that's okay. But someone else may not think it's okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think what you said kind of covers all that, right? What the intention of the action is. You know a difference between if you are trying to make me feel uncomfortable. Right. Or I'm just trying to compliment you. Or you're just like compliment. You say, wow, you Mm -hmm. look really nice today. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with me saying that to you. I really like that suit you have on. It looks really good on you. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And there's and there's so and yeah and exactly and so but there so there's plenty of people who like will take advantage of it and right say on both those sides to and they'll use it to their advantage. I don't care what anyone it's says. It's a bummer. It happens. It's the yeah. way it is. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah yeah. I but totally at the same agree. time, if I really did feel as though you were trying to take advantage of me or or whatever, Act in a sexually and right, then scenario. there needs to be the avenue. Um, to deal with that. And I don't probably wasn't that avenue then, but I didn't know in any different. Yeah. I mean, I think I probably could have went to my commanding officer or my supervisor and said, da, 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 da. It probably depended on what kind of person he was and how he was going to handle it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he didn't like me and think yeah. that I should be in this position as a female, which opens up another subject that I feel strongly about. 
um, then he might not do anything about it. But yeah. if he respected me and the job that I did and I did a good job at it, mm-hmm. then maybe he would do something about it. Mm-hmm. And it really shouldn't matter. He should still do something about did it. Did you have any right. uh, female commanding officers in the law enforcement? In the military, not in the law enforcement. I did not. Mm-hmm. In the military? In the military, yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that when I was in Orlando that the um, that the commanding officer of the naval naval station there, I believe that it was a female. Mm-hmm. When you An did, admiral. when you did, um, you talked about like at boot camp, you like there was the non co-ed stuff. Yeah. What, in any other part of your duties, no. what, what it was always like that. No, no, it was. You know, when you wherever you worked, there were male and females working together. Oh, it was okay. Oh, yeah. All right. So after that, it was yeah. like it's like regular, like if you yeah. went to work. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Interesting. So then, after that, um, did you like before? So before you had Chase, before you had Zach, um, from like be, basically before you had Zach, any time before that, did you ever think like it? Were, did you always think like I'm gonna work, I'm gonna get a career, or did you also think um, I'm going to be a mom, a stay at home mom and have kids. Like what was your mindset? You, you didn't no. think of that at the no. time. Okay. Until no, I was you- very career. And I already knew that by the time I was 38 years old, that I could retire from the Navy. Oh, have full so you retirement. had a whole plan. I didn't really have a plan. I just knew that. Mm-hmm. I just knew, wow, I'm this age. Cause I went in when I was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, you know, and I did while I was in Iceland, I did go to college there mm-hmm. while I was there for a little bit and um but it was really hard i was working 40 hours a week 12 hour shifts Mm -hmm. you know from and um so it was really hard and then when i came back to the states oh one of the things that was really interesting when i came back to the states while i was gone and you may you know they they took away red (laughs) m&ms what was red m&ms Red M&M's from M&M's for a long time. Was like a promo thing or what? No, I think it had to do with a dye or something. I don't really remember, oh. to be honest with you. We could probably look make this them up. from Beatles, yeah, right? Hey, look this up real quick. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm but sure I remember there was, yeah. coming back to the United States mm-hmm. and because you have a yeah. cultural shock. When you've been away for a while, things change. And you and you, when you're in the military, it's a whole different life. It's, it's, it's not civilian world. It's military. And coming back and they had reintroduced those M&M's back into the M&M packet. I liked M&M's. Oh, so it was a big deal for you. Yeah, so that just sounds really weird, but I just thought of that. I was like, wow. they Was it the red or the blue? It was red. It was. Yeah. I think it was red. I think it had to do with the dye. Yeah, there's a lot of fishy stuff going on with food dye back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Red 40. Yeah, stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't know what it had to do with, but anyway, yeah, I just remember it, like, oh my is. God. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. basically it was, it was gone uh, for a decade. So in yeah. 1976, oh they mm-hmm. got rid of it because... There was a controversy surrounding the synthetic dye, which was called yeah. FD and C red number two, which uh, red number two is still used, right? I don't know. Maybe I mean, no, I don't think it's also known now. as am- amaranth. Um, yeah. The dye was used in red food coloring and was linked to cancer it's in a 1971 uh, mm-hmm. Russian study. So not really credible, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. What uh, what I want to know is how did America move on without the red M M&M? and M? They just, they just weren't there. That's, I mean. But so I just I remember imagine. coming back to that, and that was like this big thing. That, and I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. Welcome back. Here's There's all the red, red M&Ms. M&Ms you can oh, eat. 
So actually really interesting. Um, apparently they actually didn't even use that in the M&Ms, the red M&Ms, but because people were like, I oh, yeah, freaked not out about eat it. red candy, sure. all these candy makers pulled all their red colored <laughs> foods. Yeah, remember this is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory time. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we That's great. Yeah. My favorite movie so, when I was so young. So M&Ms was essentially afraid that the... Cons- Mars. The conspiracy mm-hmm. of red dye being bad for you was going to hurt them, whether or not they had used. And remember, there wasn't even dye. social yeah. media or anything then. When you that information, you either read oh, it in a newspaper, like wildfire. You right? either read it in a newspaper or you heard it on the nightly news. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? Because that's how you got your news mm-hmm. back then. There was no social media. Yeah, true. Wow. So fake news was around back then course aren't, then, aren't the red fade out and then it came back <laughs> probably Social never faded remember out. they melt <laughs> but remember they melt in your mouth and not in your hands that mm. was m&m's not true exactly not true. <laughs> not true but that was their slogan maybe they didn't back then but they mm, do next now time on the, well on when the they podcast, stopped when they stopped using the dye tested. we'll have it tested <laughs> and we come on with a with milky milky uh chocolate <laughs> hands just all, all the people listening to the all the people uh the the couple people listening to the uh act, the listening to the podcast they're not gonna like really be into it you know what i mean i guess not yeah. i really love m&ms understand. though i still i expect i bought some to come to colorado in my mm-hmm. in my bag i brought some m&ms and aren't, i don't even eat candy but it sounded really good aren't there red and yellow m&ms like yeah. the guy they're like the guys the right? main guys yeah and then you know the whole story about green m&ms oh no what well, green M&M's. If you ate green M&M's, they'd make you horny. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that's another thing. I never Let's heard look that. up green, green M&M's. M&Ms. Is it true? Is it a real thing? Of course not. That's getting some. That's silly. Why? Well, who started that? I have no idea. But mm. it was like when I was when I was in school, it was like, After this all podcast, the green M&M's. M&M's shares or uh, M&M's revenue. We're probably going to get in trouble for talking about M&M's. <laughs> I'm going to get a cease and desist letter. <laughs> yeah. Don't Please stop spreading M&Ms. false information about our product. Does it say anything about us? Um, the first thing that came up was a BuzzFeed article, but we all know it's fake news. So I'm looking at a different <laughs> yes. one. There's a, I didn't know so many, uh, so many, like conspiracy theories, theories of M and M. Yeah, like that yeah. seems weird to I, me. I still love M and M. It's just candy, folks. Yeah, it's just candy. Pretty harmless yeah. unless you eat it. In Don't excess. even get us on Skittles. Mm. Yeah. I That's can't really find hole. like where the urban legend Trump came from. Yeah, Loves it's it's it was just silly. it was just, it was it was an immature kid middle school yeah. thing probably. Yeah, so someone was like, I was in third grade when I first heard this, and I was like, Do Yeah, you know what the word horny means in when you're in third yeah, grade. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he really realized yeah. what that means. Um, yeah. But apparently Eminem uh, like embraced it, uh, and they I think they were like selling the green green M Ms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just telling you, this is crazy stupid. With every purchase of ky jelly you get a whole pack of green m&ms <laughs> that's disgusting well Have and fun, you know kids. what's in, you now you can order m&ms the way you want them yeah, yeah. personalized yeah. right your name i mean yeah. they've had that for a little cool. while now you can get it for your wedding for a while. yeah yeah no, also uh the same with hershey's you can do a lot of custom stuff with hershey's hershey chocolate. bars like, like the have their name in it instead yeah, of hershey's the kisses, like the little individual things i think you oh. can have printed yeah. You can like design the color of the wrapper. Do, do you think that anyone has fallen asleep yet? Uh, nobody falls asleep when listening to it. <laughs> nobody falls asleep because nobody's listening. Nobody's listening to green M and M's. 
Yeah, it's okay though. So uh, let's get back, back on track. track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On track. So, See, Miles, you nice. got us off track. So uh, don't think it was my fault. I'm I think blame it was this me. One on Chase, it's actually. always me. No, you I can't blame the guest. Um, what? So the last thing we were talking about was uh, when you. So you became a cop, uh, and you were talking about kind of getting to the end of that. So yes. you did like three mm-hmm. and a half years. Yeah. So I was you pregnant had- with Chase, and um, I had some medical issues that put me on bed rest. At about 27 weeks. Chase is too big. Yeah. And like I said, I, I worked up in big. homicide. I was working child crimes, which was really hard to do while I was pregnant. Mm, wow. That's crazy. It's and crazy to think that people abuse, have to deal with that. And it was really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And that's probably where I first learned to detach, to the mm. ability to detach myself. From what? From situations and not oh. be emotional, not oh. like connect. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. See. Like, it's just a job, this, like, I need to... I don't know. I don't think I thought it, but I also, I also, yeah, I don't know. Like, ER nurses have to do that. Yeah, Doctors you just do. To, you know, Some people yeah. do it too much, and then they have no empathy, but then you have to be able to do it to do your job without it compromising your ability to do your job effectively for that person, as for the victim, mm-hmm. because you become emotional and, you be, and then you have tunnel vision. Ooh, okay. you saw, uh, you, you, you would, uh, attend autopsies, right? Yes. In the morgue? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you saw a lot of dead people. Yeah. I saw dead babies. Dead babies? Mm-hmm. I saw one dead baby. Yeah. That's right. Cause you yeah. interned. I also, I interned at the morgue. So yep. I probably didn't see as many dead bodies. I'm the only one that has not seen a dead baby at this table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a good thing to see. Yeah. Can't not a good thing to laugh be. about. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it, the times I did, it was from SIDS. Wait, what's sudden sense? death in oh, sudden infant sense. death syndrome? Yeah. Wait, well, how does that happen? Explain that. That's a whole nother topic. A lot of drownings too, right? I think that's the one um, I saw. I think I don't know if I saw a drown. Yeah, that's mm. a really that's really hard. There's a lot of, but it's all really hard, yeah. regardless. But it's human. It's human, and it's life, and it's what happens. Right. Yep. You gotta just get over it. Can't eat ribs anymore. Um, <laughs> oh my! That was <laughs> was there bad. a certain le- was there a certain level of um, was there a certain level of uh, realization that came to you when you entered into like the homicide unit and like coming to terms with the fact that that is just something that does happen? Uh, yeah, I learned a lot, and I think that I've been able to share a lot of the information that I learned with other. Uh, parents per se and a lot of your child sexual abuse comes from known individuals mm-hmm. around you mm-hmm. and that you can't trust anyone and that you should always know where your children are and what they're doing and who they spend their time with and you never um you, sounds you have like to be basic aware. uh parenting it is but you know what it's really easy knowledge. to care and love for people around us and trust them we want to trust everyone around us. We don't want to mistrust Uncle Bobby, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uncle Bobby. Uncle Bobby. Uncle Jim. They love our son. He takes him to the park. He's yeah. really mm-hmm. awesome. He's the most awesome uncle. Nowadays, it's a little different. I think people are so much more woke. That it's well, like, sure. if Uncle Bobby keeps taking my kid to the park, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's really sad because Uncle Uncle Bobby could also be a really awesome uncle. Uh, yeah, for sure. So for it's sure. just one of those things that you learn, and it's interesting that still today, I mean, myself as where I am in my own life, that I have neighbors who have small children, and I see the behavior 
that they allow to happen and they're really trusting with their other neighbors and like they let their children go into their homes mm. and don't really know those parents very well and mm. they let them spend their time in there they don't know what's in there do they have weapons in their home is there an uncle bobby living at at that house yeah you know those are things you have to learn because i know it sounds really sad but it really that's what happens mm. It yeah. doesn't happen for the guy who walked around the block and decided to find the little kid. It happens to the guy who's been grooming your child. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest situation to get in. I mean, sure. And uh, it, and you, if you don't think that it happens that much, it really does. I believe yeah, that's it. what I was thinking. Like, yeah. did you were you shocked by the sheer um, number of like how many times we were like man i didn't realize this ha- how common this is yeah and most of the time most of the time it really isn't uncle bobby it's really um mary sue's boyfriend who's mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. the kids while she's working yeah. i feel like whenever i see something on the news yeah. where it's like a lot you know, of times that's what it is and, yeah. episodes and they don't have a familial connection with that child um and it's just not a good situation and but but there are people that that was the only way that they could go to work. They had yeah. no one else to watch their child. Yeah. I thought you meant to like molest children. And I was no, like, no, no. I'm what? saying like the mom or whatever, the dad, whoever was going to work and they trust this person to watch their child where they go to work because they didn't have a babysitter. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm, I'm kind of lucky in that way that we always had you to watch us right yeah. because i was a really good looking kid yeah growing up. you're pretty yeah. cute that under the certain hair. circumstances of, i'm pretty sure i would have got a lot of times you're uh, you, you wore your shorts pretty low so your butt crack was showing no. um no but i actually think about when I, I was a kid uh i like how being like how naive i was and if i had like a family member an uncle like mm-hmm. a really good friend mm-hmm. who i really trusted I don't. I actually don't know if I would have known to not let them do something to me. Yeah, because you trusted them. Yeah, because you trusted them. And that's like, what it's all about. It's okay. And that's grooming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um. And you, so we never even had with you guys. We never even. And I'm not saying this is a right or wrong thing. Part of it was financially. I couldn't afford to pay babysitters mm-hmm. with six kids. Yeah. Um. But the other thing was that I didn't trust anyone. Hmm. There's an ep- do you guys remember the episode of Shameless where Kevin <laughs> finds out that his like coach growing up yeah, touched yeah. by all the all and the he's kids. Trying to convince yeah. himself yeah. somehow I must have been molested. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, Coach, why didn't I why didn't you choose me? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like so upset. What was that wrong he, with yeah, me? Yeah, what was wrong yep. with me? <laughs> like <he's laughs> trying to make himself a victim. But that goes yeah. but that goes back to it for a while when a lot of that came out, people yeah. would say, Well, Maybe I was molested. Right. Well, there was a, there and was, I'm regressed, and I don't remember it. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- there was a a massive um, time in, I believe it was the 80s, mm-hmm. where um, America went through what they called the Satanic Panic. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yes. Essentially, and I'm sure you remember this. Yes, I do. Essentially, what happened was there were a lot of um, uh, false books and studies uh, published that. Um, uh, kids uh, were being killed or subjected to satanic rituals. Right, like yeah. there was, it was called um, something remembers. I can't remember what what the what the, her name is. Is I think it was like mm-hmm. Sarah remembers or something. Mm-hmm. But essentially, what the story was that this girl um, went through hypnotherapy 
and ended up Finding remembering out, yeah. that she so was So that's like, why everyone thought, oh, yeah, well, maybe, maybe my I kid, yeah. was molested or maybe yeah. I was, you know, uh, or maybe I'm adopted or, you know, so, all so those different kinds of things. So across the United States, there were these cases that were popping up mm-hmm. where parents were asking their kids, like, did, did were you touched? And then, like... They would be subjected to police interviews right. and coerced into. But but um, when you ask talking, a three year old, did Uncle Bobby touch me? Yep. Yeah, and and the, there was a big there was a big because um, uh, Uncle Bobby probably did put his hand on your shoulder. Yeah, there was a I big mean, uh, concerted effort. I think the message was believe the kids. Right, believe and you, the kids. And you can't you we can't believe the kids. Interviewing techniques are really important because you can't lead. The child, mm-hmm. because children want to please you. Yeah. They yeah. want to give you the answers that well, you want to hear. Well, in some of these cases... You can't give them suggestive yeah. questions. They would be in the uh, questioning room with the police officer, mm-hmm. and they would be like, we'll let you go home if you tell us that you're, like, mm-hmm. like pretty much saying, well, like, we've seen we will some, reward we've you. We've seen some shows recently. Yeah, on Netflix. With, yeah, on yeah. Netflix, Remember, where there's um, shows, yeah, St- making a murder. Stephen Avery? Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. the kid who confessed to it, but yeah. then it was like, oh, well, he confessed because you guys. But told we also him have seen the other side of the coin where that has been used as an excuse. Yeah, sure. Also, yeah. it's a it's just where a they part say, of oh, human well, nature. we were coerced. Yeah. No, you weren't coerced. You did it. We right. uh, we understand that these police officers are trying to do their job. Sure. And if doing their job means that they catch the guy or convict the guy, but you want to convict the right no matter, person. Well, some people just want to do it just to do it, to ke- close the case. And yeah, some well, people want... Then you're not doing your job. Yeah, ex- exactly. By the I... way, the book was called Michelle Remembers. Michelle Remembers. Written yeah. by uh... Michelle Smith. Uh, it, that's, when? Uh, in 1980. Okay. It's a crack of shit. Yeah. Let me just it's, spill it's... the beans for everybody. It's a crack of shit. She ended up marrying the guy that she fell under, uh, who co-wrote uh, the book. Yeah, mm-hmm. psychiatrist. The psychiatrist. And, and essentially, the book has been debunked, and and mm-hmm. it's led anyone to, can write any book. Yeah, well, what what's what's been so sad is there were count like hundreds of convictions across mm-hmm. America where these cases where they were actually um, a lot of evidence to convict them was testimonies given by little kids. Well, it turns out when the kids got a little older, they were like that actually didn't happen. Right, I was coerced. Or they were just told, oh, wow. didn't Uncle Bobby touch yeah. your pee-pee? But, well, yeah. Well, yeah, he yeah. did. No, it, he didn't. But, 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 but Maybe the, he did. The sad part is they would be like, well, 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 Sally actually told us just a minute ago that he did. And they would, that would be the lie. Right, yeah. And then they would be like, oh, kids well, maybe are, he kids, did. Kids are mm-hmm. just, it's just like, okay, I'll give you an example. I have grandchildren, right? Mm-hmm. You have nieces. Did daddy tell you you could have those cookies? Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kids will so just I tell go you to Daddy anything. and I said, "You told him they could have those chocolate chip cookies, right?" And he was like, "No, I told her he couldn't have those chocolate mm-hmm. chip cookies." Mm-hmm. And then I go to the granddaughter and I say, "You told me that Daddy said you could have those chocolate chip cookies." So they'll like, or did did your sister hit you? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't hit her. <laughs> yeah. Because actually, people can can actually form memories. Sure. Uh, like if they convince okay. themselves something Kids, happened. Kids, when they're when yeah. they're young like that, they it, it's. And the, I'm, we're not whole, saying yeah. that um, child abuse le- did never happen, and and kids oh. ne- never tell the truth because th- oh, yeah. a lot of those cases they actually they did absolutely are, and I yeah. saw that, and it was really really sad, yeah, and they're exactly. very innocent, and they don't have any idea what's going on, and. Mm. And the the whole the more the whole thing of it is is that we to protect the children, 
always protect them. Yeah, yeah. We're not anti-child. Not, oh my gosh, you know, absolutely child, not. Yeah. We're anti-child abuse. And if a young person or anyone has ever been abused by someone, you should always come out and say something about it. 100%. Yeah, don't yeah. hide it because you're But uh, to say afraid. panic, tannic, or satanic panic. Yeah, we're just talking about that <laughs> Did time. happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a lot of documented uh, evidence to no, support that. No, I saw but, a lot of it yeah. and it was, it was very sad. And it was because a trusted adult was left with a child yeah. and mm. did you actually see cases where um where like the child or the parents like were w- not truthful where they were lying yes it, yeah really yeah well how, it's how, did, mom, how, did, how did you know mom or dad deciding to you know to embed that story so that dad or mom um you know for yeah, like their divorce case getting divorced it. yeah right wow and it does happen and it ends up coming out but you know i think truth always ends up coming out And so, and the most Mm. important part is that we protect children regardless. And adults can be selfish, Mm -hmm. manipulative, and the children are just innocent victims of those things. And and parents, when they go through a divorce, can be really mean to each other and use the children in Uh, all kinds of ways. Collateral damage in some cases. Yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate. So we need to protect, to protect the children. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, then after, uh, like all the child stuff, (laughs) so, so let's, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about, um, coming from your background as a, um, police officer. Um, what do you, what do you think about all this current political, um, opposition or I guess, uh, the very hot topic of police and police Defunding violence. Defunding the police. Defund the police. There's a lot of police are a, a well, very big um, topic this year. Yeah, right. Uh, sure. For a lot of reasons. Um, obviously, the George Floyd case, mm-hmm. very tragic accident that a lot of right. people got upset over. Sure. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of um, calls for p- reform after that. I think that reform can always be good. I yeah. think we should always strive to better ourselves in any way we can. I mean, we always can training. I mean, law enforcement always has training. It's, it's, you don't become a law enforcement officer and then that's it. I mean, you have qualifications and training that continues throughout your career always. I mean, as you know, your dad is a retired law enforcement officer of over 30 years, Mm -hmm. both in the air force and the military and, and then in the private sector of the sheriff's office. And then myself being in it, are there good and bad cops? Yes. Are there people who take the power that has been given to them? And abuse it. And abuse it? Sure. They're going to do that in whatever career they're in. Did you know any bad cops? Or people you suspected? I don't know if I would call them a bad... Well, yeah, I don't don't like to use the word bad cop. It was not the profession that they should be in. Mm -hmm. Because they abused that privilege that they had and i don't think they looked at it as serving their community it mm-hmm. served them yeah power trip you know a power trip it's or mm-hmm. served them or maybe their temperament just wasn't appropriate now in when i went through i mean i had to have i had to have a polygraph i had to see a psychologist i had to go through i had testing i had to go through and that was a long time ago so now it's still even that way yeah um, but people are people are really clever. Also, I mean, I think you, anybody can you can 
you know, you have to go through an oral interview. Yeah. My, stuff like um, that. One of my one of my friends uh, wanted to be a police officer, go through the academy and everything, mm-hmm. uh, and he told me about the the. It's pretty rigorous process, so it it kind of makes me wonder how like some some, some places these... are and some places aren't. Right. Yeah, and it probably. I mean, okay, so all states have their own law enforcement, mm-hmm. you know, agencies, and they have their own certifications. So, like, obviously, if you're in the state of Florida and you want to be a cop in New York, you can't just go, "Oh, I'm going to be a cop in." New-. Now, some might trade certain things, yeah, the qualifications, but you have to do like if you decided you were going to become like like your dad, for instance, only had to do certain amount of hours in the police academy because he was already a certified law enforcement in the military. So then he had to do the Florida state statue part of it mm-hmm. and learn the statues and the state laws of the state of Florida as a law enforcement officer. Yeah. And also right? is the, they're all different. Yeah. Is the process um, that you have to go through also dependent on the County as well? Uh, or is it no. standard throughout the state? No, at least standard for throughout the state and the yeah. state of Florida anyway. Yeah. Now there's a difference. Well, like, um, our, I don't know about other states. Um, but mine, I, now I don't know, like a Florida Highway Patrol. I don't know if they have their own academies, but like ours, mm. if you were going to be um, in a city as a police officer, there's a difference between being a police officer and a sh- sheriff's deputy. Mm-hmm. And in the South, sheriff's off, sheriff is the primary law enforcement. If you go up in the Northeast, it's your city law enforcement. Mm. And, and your county law enforcement does is different. Do you think there uh, there could be um, better ways or other things that they could do to help weed out the assholes or better prepare the people going into that profession to make sure they are, in fact, the right person for that job? I don't know. I don't know because if you look at all the screening that you already have. Um, what is some of that screening? Well, I mean, this I told you going through I mean but this was a long time ago so I don't know what they do because you yeah. know now when you a lot of people if you go to work for a company you have psychological mm-hmm. um yeah I'm sure there are uh, personality there are a lot of trait the, types that kind of thing right yeah. so they probably yeah. do that they probably do that a mm-hmm. little bit more make you take a polygraph and ask you well yeah but you had to yeah, do that before there's, but then there's that's a psychological still, exam right yeah. psychological what, I, what I've been told right yeah. but you know how when you now when people you fill out a questionnaire when you want to the first before you even start out and get an interview you fill out and those are all psychological questions to weed out people who mm. may not like what would you do if you saw someone da 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 how would you react to that? And they see mm-hmm. how you, you know, those kind of things. You know, people people can put on a false. Yeah, it's 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 impossible yeah. to detect if somebody. But we've heard racist. of people in all kinds of in employment who, when they go back and they look at their record, well, they had this and they had this and they had this. Well, why did they ever get to this point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe that's where some of the reform needs to be in those areas. Like making sure that um, there's no repeat offenders you know, right. of certain uh, critical Right, if you mistakes. have a cop who's already had these kind of things going on, when why is he still in this position? Mm-hmm. And so that's the, the agency's, you know, responsibility. responsibility. And um, if you have a cop who has a temperament, and sometimes those don't come out because it depends on where you work. Yeah. When you work in some of the inner cities, that's really, really hard. I 
never yeah, worked it's a, anything it's like a, that. It's a terrible, it's like uh, a very uh, tough job. It's to a have. tough job. And until it's you're a, walking those shoes yeah. of that cop, you have no idea what it's like to be like that. But at the same time, we still have to respect life and human mm. beings and go back to you're not guilty until you've been proven guilty. Yeah, it's a big so point. So let somebody be given that ability to prove themselves yeah. as either innocent or guilty. Mm-hmm. You don't have the right to make that decision. Yeah. So reform is good. I think teaching people, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's well, just a really it's good a, You're on a, a good track. Uh, That's a really good point. Yeah, I, think, I don't really, I mean, like I said, and, I, came from, serve, right? I came from working in paradise. I can't imagine working in New York City or Miami or <laughs> yeah, Los sure Angeles. Yeah, it's a whole sure. other game. Yeah. And dealing, in in for and you to have. also having peer pressure too. Right, peer pressure, but also you know. it's easy. We're human mm-hmm. to get a stereotype in our mind, in our brain. And there's yeah. also the right. brotherhood. There's a brotherhood. Sure. Right. You protect each other. Yeah. You do that in our, we, we do that in our families, right? Yep. Yeah. You're going to be protective over your family members. People do it at work, at my job. Yep. At You're going to do that. But we do. also have to also do the right thing. Yeah. So, fo- so finding the right people who you know will do the right thing. Right. And um, weeding out some of the the bad people through numerous checkpoints in their career to, to make sure that they are still the right person for the job is a critical. And I think it goes a little bit beyond this also, because this is a little bit of a separate issue. You're talking about a race issue versus Mm -hmm. law enforcement. And when those two things collide, they're really two separate issues that have now exploded. True. Yeah. Don't you, you see what I'm saying? It's it's a, it's an incredibly nuanced and complicated uh, subject. Um, You know, uh, and I think everything we talked about can still help um, bridge the gap of where we are now and where we need to be in terms of. But um, I think reform is really important. I yeah. think we need to, there's, it always, training is always good. It's always better. Mm-hmm. And if someone, if you see someone as a supervisor who should not be dealing with the general public mm-hmm. because they have a temperament that's not proper, but, but maybe they're a really <laughs> nice guy. But if his temperament or her temperament is not appropriate to deal with, it's no different than when you're working in other jobs, except Mm -hmm. that we're talking about life or death using weapons. But when someone doesn't do well in, in, um, working with, in, in the, with the public, maybe Mm -hmm. they work better working back in the stock room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe a lot of times it has to do with mismanagement. So the the people who are in charge putting people who shouldn't be in those positions. Mm-hmm. You don't get to decide whether you're in this position, you're put on the road as a road cop or not. Someone mm-hmm. else makes that decision. Mm-hmm. You have to prove that you can do that job well. If you're not doing it well, maybe there's a better place for you to be. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think some of the cases we've seen, it's like rookie cops. So they haven't had a lot of time in their the careers experience. for people to know, right. hey, this or the experience or they haven't had the training. Sure. So that's there's one thing versus like someone sure. just being shitty and or bad and you at know the what job. and then the other part of it is we are human well and we yeah, make there's, there's and we layer. make mistakes and they of can course. come off as a mistake that was intentional but maybe it wasn't maybe it was just because we'd made a mistake we made the wrong right. call and we it's see like a it, doctor Right. Like a doctor doesn't always make the the. He best didn't intentionally decision. do something. Yeah, he didn't intentionally kill that person, but uh, he could have made a, be- a a better mistake, or sorry, a and better we, decision. 
Um, but he's or human. He made been, a mistake. Uh, there could have been better continuous training for that doctor right. that could have easily prepared him to avoid the mistakes. But we live in such mm-hmm. a litigious society that we always want to point the finger at someone else for a mistake. And um, right. And sometimes that's appropriate, and other times maybe it's not. And I the, don't know. The cameras have been a good thing, I think. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's still some cons to it, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're not in the situation, so we don't know. I mean, and seeing something see- from a camera right. is different than being in a situation. And we know with me- social media and TV and everything that you only see that one spot of it. You didn't necessarily see what happened from the start to the middle to the right. end. You didn't hear the discussion that was going on before and after you only heard what they gave you mm-hmm. and you, your perspective isn't, you know, but at the same time, how would you feel if you had to wear a body camera to do your job all day long? <laughs> I would quit. I mean, I else. honestly think if you are carrying around the power to end somebody's life that you yeah. should have right. to wear a, a camera I agree. at all times. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it comes with the, Great power comes I think with great responsibility. Because of the way things are now, yes. When yeah. I say the way things are now, because of social media, that as soon as an well, just because we, because we're human, I think it just it's not right. because of social media. It holds us. It holds us accountable. Human. We make we make mistakes, and right. sometimes we make them because we're an asshole. Sometimes we make them because we're a racist, and some make sometimes we make them because it's a mistake. Because we're human, and we made a mistake. Yeah. And but also, if you make a mistake. I made a mistake. You apologize for it. <laughs> right? You apologize for making that mistake. Yeah. Now, when, if it's life or death, that's a little different, but I'm talking about, you know. I mean, people I mean, people make other mistakes. Like, you uh, drink and drive, and you kill somebody, and you have to pay the consequences Yes, you do. Of it. You it made sucks. that choice. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. you, um, you went to a casino, and you uh, spent too much money, and... Uh, now you, you can't pay your you mortgage. You have to come back to your your spouse or your kids, and you know it ha- like it happens. But people have to pay the consequences. Right. Um, but does that mean that person is a horrible person? Uh, you know, should should deserves to die? No. Like, mm. you know, if your if your son is a drug a- drug addict, you would want to help him. Um, he sure. has to deal with the consequences, but sure. you'd want to help him. You can't enable it. him. Yeah. I mean, I think that's. I think that we've kind of gotten away sometimes in the world of people. It, accepting the consequence of behavior. Remember that was like always right. our saying in our family is the choices we make dictate the life we lead. Yeah. We do have the ability to change the choices that we make and it will change the life that we lead. Yep. And we, and we have to, you know, be accountable for those. Um, and that was those. something I, I learned g- growing up. Uh, was like er- like every decision I made had a consequence. And Good I or bad. Think about right the consequence mm-hmm. of it, and I know not everyone uh, is fortunate enough to have that kind of advice or see um, to have an example of that. Uh, but that's always something I've lived by, and I think other people should uh, really take into consideration. Think about what you're doing mm-hmm. and how it's going to affect not just you, your family, the people in that situation, other people. Um, and I think that if people do that more then we'll have uh less uh issues <laughs> but well, of course people will always still and then make mistakes. sometimes you say you know like it's the simplest thing if you don't know what to do just do the next right thing yeah right the next right thing that's not hard we can figure out what the right next right thing is what to do. uh 
what um putting aside any um beliefs or feelings um of like uh being in law, law enforcement or anything like that how have you felt being at one point in the sheriff's office yourself and then your husband for a long time about what people have uh, been saying or like when people say like pass a cop who they've never met before don't know about and they just say pig or whatever how does that make you feel um it makes, you, you know go ahead it makes me feel like they're ignorant yeah yeah i mean it's it's a stereo it's, yeah, it's a stereotyping stereotype. it's, an, it's, it's just being ignorant because you know if you need it if you need them they're going to help you regardless whether you think they're a pig or not and if they do have to use a weapon and, and do something to you, they're still going to try and save your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the really, for the most that's part. That's what they teach you, right? Right. They're, yeah. You know, if you do, I mean, you've seen it on the news where law enforcement has had to use their weapon and that person right. is down. What is the first thing they start doing? CPR, trying to save your life. Right. Yep. And um, most of the time, most of probably ninety nine percent of the right. time. Right, most of the time, yeah. there's always an exception to everything. You always have a you have mm-hmm. a good banker and a bad banker. Yeah, but I know right? people will say like, "Oh no, but this case, this, I think that's you know, just didn't happen." I think that's just it ignorance, happens. and I think it also. I don't even want to use the word ignorance because some people don't understand what ignorant means right. It's just lack of knowledge, mm-hmm. right? And it's we always want someone to blame. You know, and we always need someone. We want to. We want to know why. Right. And we have a right to know why. Yeah. I want to know why. Yeah. Exactly. I want to know why. I want to know why. <laughs> so, uh, let's move. You want to move into? I want to like, move on to something else. Like, I can uh, tell you that. <laughs> like maybe um, some religion or sure. something like that. Sure, we can do that. Yeah, that would be kind of well, fun, right? Well, you know, that really yeah. ties into it. It actually really ties into it because we were talking about the co- the choices that we make dictate the life that we lead, mm-hmm. right? And then all the different situations, like if you see someone who calls a, a cop a pig, how does that make you feel, whatever? goes back to WWJD. <laughs> what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. J-Dog, as J-Dog. the Christians call him, as, the, as he's referenced. In Jesus the, would have yeah. a conversation. Yeah. So uh, we don't have to get into like morals and ethics and no. things like that. Um, but I thought it would be pretty interesting because you're a pretty religious person. Mm-hmm. I can say that because I went to church every weekend uh, when we went to church every weekend when we were kids. Chase, and, you have this like scowl on your face. <laughs> and we uh, and we uh, you know we did things like that uh, and always. Um, it was just a big part of us for us growing up. Uh, I know it's still really big uh, for you uh, at home. You're still going to church and stuff, right? Um, so I think it'd be interesting to uh, to like bring up some points that we can talk about. Sure. Um, and you can give us your views on it. Like so, like we're not trying to attack you. We're not trying to attack religion. Uh, at, yeah, okay. Like anything like that, right? We I think know. it's a great thing for people. Whatever you want to believe in, that's great. Um, but I think, uh, you know, people, so other, other people probably wonder about this stuff too. So let's get into it. Sure. Ask away. Cool. Cool. Um, so the, the first one I wanted to talk about was, uh, about, um, God. So there's the commandment. So in Christianity, uh, Judaism, I think, um, there's the commandment, um, 
it, whatever it is like i like i am god you shall not have other gods you know besides me right something like that along <laughs> those lines you can 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 you say it do you know what it is what the first commandment is yeah like can you say it in a better way yeah, I mean, it's basically that I'm the Lord, right. I'm your God, and you shall have no other gods. Yeah, okay. You right. shouldn't worship anyone, but in other words, there's one God. Yeah, yeah. So there, there, there's several interpretations of that. Sure. There's mm-hmm. like you shall there's you shall have no other prophet, or you shall um, um, Not idolize idolize. Yeah. There's also like um, uh, like there's a bunch there. I guess. Uh, I think there's like a passage saying that there is going to be a lot of false gods out there and that you should, that you need to ignore all of those and uh, false deities and, and, and deities. Yeah. Deities. Diabetes. Diabetes. Yeah. So anyway, so your question is, so my question is, um, so there's like over time. So first off, do you believe that, that there is one, that there's true one God? God? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And it's that the God you believe in. Yes. Okay. Yahweh. Um, and so well, Yahweh. 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 Yeah. Yahweh. Um so so like over time there's been lots of different religions. A lot of them pagans. Uh, yeah. They believe pagans, in different right? gods. That sure. believe in different gods. Mm-hmm, sure. Um like so I think Judaism probably uh was one of the first uh like roots of uh, Islam and Christianity. You and believe in the other, same God. Yeah, right. Um so there's been like hundreds of gods, maybe thousands uh, of religions and gods that have existed over time. Um, and so one of the uh, authors and scientists that I uh, enjoy reading because he has good, um, not always what I think is is true viewpoints is Richard Dawkins, um, and he has a quote where he ta- where he says, "We are all atheists about most of the gods that humanity has ever believed in. Some of us just go one god further," um, and so. So my first question would be, um, uh, or I guess my my only question would be because I asked the first question is, which is you believe that it's that your God is the true God, right? Yes. So why do you think that your religion is correct and that your God is the true God? Well, I believe all basically like we, when you said Judaism and and um, Islam and stuff, we all believe in the same God, mm-hmm. and that before that there were. Um, cultures of people who believed in different gods that there was the sun the moon the yeah the you know uh all Gaia. different types of gods yeah, there's lots of different right? types. and mm-hmm. and that's really Iris. understandable it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. and then as as things started to change a bit and they started some of them started realizing well maybe there's just one person or or, or being that is really in kind of in charge of all this. Um, My favorite God is the God that I can't remember his name. Of fertility. It might be Iris, but it's the God, it's the beetle that carries (laughs) the sun behind his boat across the sky. I haven't heard of that one. It's an Egyptian. I think it's, he's a God. It's a beetle? The beetle who who brings the (laughs) sun on his back? Yeah. Across, and he carries it across the sky. And that's the explanation. Okay. So your question is, you asked me and I said, yes, I do believe that there is one true God. So, uh-huh. so that's the explanation of why the sun rises and sets. So back in the day, people created I believe created that God gods. created, people yes, created the gods earth and the stars and the moons phenomenon. and the waters and all that other yeah, stuff. Yes. They, 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 yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't what think that that just existed. Um, so that makes, that makes Kep- no sense. Kepri. Kepri? Yeah. yeah is uh, he a god? He was a, he was a dung beetle. Um, <laughs> 
That's uh, my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, so basically it's one myth suggested. Who I believe in. One yeah, I'm sorry if I'm laughing and I'm offending anyone by laughing. I don't think you're offending anybody by okay. Nobody believes but, that. But yeah. the dung beetle. Right. The dung beetle okay. thing has been okay. debunked. So, right. um, so actually this feeds into the point though. Like we're laughing about the dung beetle. Yeah. Um, but like if somebody laughed about you or us or whoever believing in uh, our God, like do you... Would you be offended? No. Okay. You would like, so you understand the point. Sure. Of, yeah. Right. Sure. Um, and so I'm then, okay if you even making fun of it. I yeah. mean, we all like to making fun of things. Yeah. It's, it's okay to making fun of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comedy, as long as we're not doing it to be cruel. Comes of course. Good places. Right. right. So then, mostly. um, so then not going, always. going back to, <laughs> going back to it then. So like, there's still Buddhists. There's, right. I mean, sure. Buddhism, Hinduism, I can't remember if it's Buddhism, Hinduism in like India. Right. I mean, I think there might be more. It's um, Hindu. I think there's actually more, or maybe there's, there's, I think Christianity is the most, but I think sure. then Islam is the second, mm-hmm. um, but that, or, or maybe it's Hinduism, but there's a lot of people, hundreds of millions who maybe even billions who mm-hmm. believe in other gods um mm-hmm, and sure. even now who aren't the same god as yours and so um so like w- why do you think so a, a child born in india who grows up in the culture of mm-hmm. of, of hinduism, hinduism mm-hmm. um their parents are going to think the same thing like our gods i think they believe in more than one god right you know um, what i'm really not I, sure i apologize to be i don't mean be. to offend it anyone may not be right but uh, growing up thinking like my religion or my culture is sure, is sure. what's true and i respect that on the other side of the world what's um so like why is the one you grew up believing in uh the god um it's okay if you don't have an argument to it i don't really i don't have an i don't have an mm-hmm. argument i respect that i really still think that we still have the same god mm-hmm. we might view that god differently yeah my but god I still is think- osho Okay, Osho? it was a beetle before. Now well, it's Osho. I, I, yeah, no, that was my favorite. <laughs> you can't keep one. changing it. I was my favorite. What is that? Was my no, favorite no. one. Hey, the true, it, buddy. The true Drink god your is course. Osho. No, but I, I think I respect that. I really, I really do, and and um, I still think that there's one God. What my view of the God is, I'm not saying that the way I view that God is the right or the wrong way of that believing that God, and I don't think there is. And I think we all have the same ability to have what we call salvation you know now i didn't come to some of these things that i believe when i was younger mm-hmm. it's really Just through life experience life experience mm-hmm. and and being open to listening to other people's views right yeah mm-hmm. i think that's really important um and uh like that's why recently when when you were in my apartment and you saw i had a, a book from al gore and one from Rand paul mm-hmm. it was like well total I, opposites I, yeah right i sure. want to see what they think uh mm-hmm. so I and can... i th- and i think that's really good that you see both sides mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's why when you were in school you took well, both of you pro- took world religions yeah, yeah. religious ethics mm-hmm. I, yeah. Don't, I don't know i, took it. I don't know if i took it you probably i, bet, I think I, I dropped out of it because i thought it was all bullshit <laughs> yeah i believe you would think that <laughs> I ended up taking um, I ended up taking an education course what? for my special religion Take, requirement. Taking that religious ethics class was probably one of the best classes I ever took. Yeah. And I and highly we, recommend anyone yeah. taking it because I thought, for me at least, it gave me a whole new uh, view on the world and like every like different cultures, different religions. Um, and not just having like a very narrow mindset of like what I believe in is 
only can only be possible and what everyone else believes Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of other people believe a lot of other things and i'm not necessarily right and i like your point about saying that i still believe this thing but but it's okay if other people interpret it differently but i still believe that we all have the same And, and i think it goes back to that okay so i still believe that are the god that all they are all talking about is the same god that i'm talking about and we view it differently. Mm-hmm. They might not believe that same thing I do, sure. but I'm okay with that because I also know that in cultures and families were raised to believe things, right? Mm-hmm. We're raised to believe those things, right. but we also get older and we have our own abilities to think. We think differently, right? You... We mature, we have life experiences and we believe things and people say, oh, well, my parents brainwashed me. But no, maybe your parents just thought, taught you right from wrong in a different perspective. Yeah. And yeah. you have the you have the ability to decide what it is you want to do. But thank mm-hmm. goodness they taught you something. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack there, but right. we'll get to that. That's but another totally different I, subject. Do you think that the the people that you described as believing in the same God that not necessarily um, follow Christianity, do you think those people also find salvation? Yes. So what? So does it necessarily matter what religion you believe in? So there's a an, there's a answer, to answer that, that in Catholicism. Which there's would, what? So in Catholicism, they teach you that it that no. Right? We should probably clarify that I am a Catholic. Right, Catholic. We didn't really. You're assuming True. that you guys both know that because that's the way I raised you, but mm-hmm. your True. audience doesn't know that's what we're talking Good about. Right. So I am a very devout Roman Catholic. Roman Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't my whole entire life. Okay, mm-hmm. so. I was mm-hmm. born that way. I was a cradle Catholic. Um, and then really didn't follow it. Not really by choice, just being a lost child, mm-hmm. maybe, as mm-hmm. I got older. And then came back to it on my own. Mm-hmm. No one forced me. No one. I did research. I went to other churches, all different types of religions, studied some of it. Don't remember what I studied because I'm yeah. older now. So I came to it on my own. I think that's the best way to do it. My my beef with Catholicism is I, I, I don't like the way they indoctrinate young children into the faith. But maybe that was because you were indoctrinated a little harshly, and I've already apologized to you. <laughs> no, that's I really okay. did. Well, well, I, I, because I'm I was not, so afraid. I, well, yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm also not alone. There's of course, there's but you can say that. But, you, but I bet you there's who, Mormons that say that. Sure, there's Baptists ha- that say it's, that. It's not a. Oh, it's, it's not, not a Catholic. Right, Catholic. it is, and Catholicism. they'll tell you. They'll say, yeah. "Well, I, I was brainwashed." So I should, I should, I should then maybe generalize a little bit more and say, mm-hmm. "That's my beef with religion in general." Mm-hmm. Is they indoctrinate exactly. young children into but, the faith without without uh, their permission. But how do you give a child? Where do you, will. you say? What do you say? Okay, honey, you're seven. Do you want mommy to teach you about Jesus, or do you not well, want mommy no, to teach yeah, you I mean, about sure. Jesus? I mean, what do you do? You, you, you that's, will, I think, I think if you want to, uh, since the beginning of time, parents have raised their yeah. children to believe this is how you hunt, this is right. how you gather, there, there's, this is how you farm. Yeah, there's a difference, and I'm not a parent; haven't been 
That's exactly right. Uh, so I, yeah. I can't judge you do any have kiddies, parents. Though. I can't judge any yeah. parents. You, I can't judge you for how you raised your kids. No, Everyone's you totally can. Being, but, being a parent's really tough. Right. But yeah. I can assume. I can yeah. say that there's a difference between telling a kid that this is what they are and this is what they can be. Um, mm. So like if you tell a, a child you are Christian or you are Muslim or whatever, that's what they will believe. That's of what they'll think. Of course they will. Right. But, mean, it, but if you teach right. them like, this is mommy, like my religion, um, if you like give them mm-hmm. the choice of wanting to participate in it, I think it's more likely that they can think on their own and think. So how would you I also do that? Like this. I'm not, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I, right. right. Yeah. I think that's a very challenging thing. And yeah. like I said, I, I can't blame anyone for any choice they've made different. Like I, yeah, doing I, that. I, let me just explain a little bit. I don't blame you. I don't blame dad. It's for okay if you do. That you have apologized about or the way I feel. Um, uh, but you also being, know being, at another subject that you, we went through a time in our faith that was really difficult yes. and you were part of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, yeah. Right. You were, you were a product of some of that. Yeah. Some, some confusion where, where your younger siblings. And so yeah. the audience knows that you have siblings that, are much younger than you. Yeah. Since there are six of us in this family, your two youngest siblings, who one has just left for college and the other one is still at home, mm-hmm. they're not experiencing what you experienced in their religious yeah. background of our family because your father and I matured in our in our spirituality. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk a little bit a little bit about that. Sure. So in 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 a roundabout way. You were in somewhat of a Catholic cult. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was the Legionaries of Christ. I have no problem talking about that. Yeah. The Legionaries of Christ. And it would be, if you were going to look at politics, the left and the right and the far left and the far right, we were probably on, I wouldn't even look at it that way. If you look at it from a religious perspective, mm-hmm. it was way, way, way on the right. So like a, over, 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 over scrupulous. A, a ultra conservative. Ultra conservative. Catholic. Kind of. And so I can almost, I can probably go from the top here and say that the order in this church, in the Catholic Church, there's different orders, right? There's different orders in the Catholic Church, right? You have the Augustinians, you have the Jesuits, you have all different kinds. And so these were the legionaries of Christ. Really awesome teachings. They know the theology of the Catholic Church amazingly. So if you're a devout Catholic, you're very attracted to that, right? Mm -hmm. Very attracted to it. It was really awesome. It was beautiful. But the methodology of it was by someone who was probably really a narcissist mm. and corrupt and corrupt mm-hmm. so that he didn't stand for what it actually was. Right. Yeah. And I can remember going to one of the things, I mean, this is, this is probably a whole nother podcast. Okay. So I'm going to try and make it short. It really <laughs> truly is. It, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. We and, um, talk about it and time, because there's but, books written about this yeah. whole subject. So if you look up the legionaries yeah, of up, Christ, look mm-hmm. up his name is father, father Maciel Maciel. And he was basically excommunicated. He um, what did abused, he get in trouble for? He abused um, young men, but believe it or not, he also had children with a woman. So it's really very confusing. 
Um, Didn't he get in trouble for um, some pedophile stuff? That's what I said. Touching kids? Mm-hmm, sure. Oh, so when you said young men, that's yeah. what you mean. Supposedly, who knows? He ended up living with someone. Definitely and- 110% touch kids. Did you know he died? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. Was that, was, that was a little celebration in my house. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a mean he way. We're a, just saying, he was a terrible person. But so do you the, want me to, to, to But at the same time, the Legionaries of Christ, they have a... They have like subgroups that come down from them and they have the... And they still exist. They still exist. They're not supposed to be following his methodology and his teachings anymore, but I know that they still do. Mm-hmm. They were strong teachings, but the methodology of it is not healthy. Yeah. It's I... overscrupulous. We were going to <clears throat> confession every two weeks. That's ridiculous. And why is that? Because that's what we were taught. We were told. Why did they you want to And I can remember a, being yeah. part of this and thinking, I knew that I saw that there were red flags. Mm-hmm. I saw little red flags. Well, they, well, didn't they make you go and sit down one-on-one and pretty much tell somebody else like your dark secrets? That's a general confession. Yeah, general confession. Mm-hmm. That's not right. So no. They could hold it over you, right? <laughs> it's not. Yeah, well, yeah they, they well, ended up... Well, it's not... This, a, that's not really the whole part of it. Mm. The The... It sounds okay, so really culty. What is the root? <laughs> what is the root of all evil? Pride. Both of those things. <laughs> the love of money. It's okay to like money, mm-hmm. but when you love it and you put it, so the love of money. So there's also money involved. And the legionaries went out over after people who were very, very wealthy. And so people like me who weren't were considered what? Their worker. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we helped open up a school. We did all kinds of different you did the things. Dirt, you did all the dirty work. We did the, the dirty work, work for, right. for them. Yeah. Because it was, I can remember thinking to myself, oh my gosh, it would be absolutely amazing if my, my sons were to become legionary priests. Mm. That would be the most amazing thing in the whole world, that they would serve God that way. Mm-hmm. Thank God you didn't. Yeah. I remember uh, going to the schools. I remember... Uh, mating, I, I remember the the over, um, scrupulous confession thing. Yeah. Um, it made me feel like I needed to have be um have something for to something do bad, right? Because yeah. if I just went in and was like, I'm not, I don't have anything to tell you, then they'd be like, you're lying. Mm-hmm. You're lying because you're human and you must be sinning. You're, we well, were taught we, that we sinners, are, we, and we we're are all sinners, sinners. right? And, but, but that's a really terrible thing to tell to ch- teach a, a, a ten-year-old. Yeah, that mm-hmm. he's uh, constantly guilty for doing something wrong. It made me feel very insecure about myself, and, and it. I'm sorry. It, no, it, it's it's fine. I mean, it. But it was weird because um, because I I I forgot a lot about this, and then. I was uh, subscribed to the cult uh, subreddit yeah. on Reddit, and I had come across a post where somebody was like, um, "Hey, I, I have a good friend of mine that I'm really concerned about. He, mm-hmm. uh, he or she—I can't remember what the gender of it—but uh, uh, he was like, I, 'I'm really concerned about this person because the things she's describing to me seem like very cult activity.'" Um, the, how much time she's spending with these people and the things that it's making her feel. She changed. Yeah. And so the, she's, he was like, it's called the Legionnaires of Christ. And I, and I was like, why does that sound so familiar to me? Mm-hmm. So I immediately, obviously immediately Googled it. And like, and I was like, 
this I I think I was I think I was a part of this. And so that's when I, I made a phone call to dad and he was mm-hmm. like, actually, yeah. And we had this really long There's a conversation few books about written. it. There's actually a few books written about it. Your dad is in one of them. Yeah. And, um, but, but at the same time, I would tell you that I truly believe God has a plan for all of us. Mm-hmm. And we went through that for a reason. We went through it for, we came out of it. I saw people's faiths that were completely damaged yeah, and I think your dad's. Mine. I mean, I'm not Catholic in, anymore, and in, in including and in, and in including your dad's in a certain way. Yeah, but I still believe this. Tr- the truth. Okay, I look at it this way: it didn't change who Jesus Christ is. Sure. Yeah. It didn't change the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It didn't change who I am. It did, but it didn't change what I believe in necessarily. So when I walked away from that very very scarred and hurt and i saw people who were way more hurt than i was okay yeah I and it was probably that, really hard for you because that was your life those were the friends that you sure had. and so i saw the red flags was, and your dad took down yeah. this whole thing in this town it was really horrible i mean i was so distraught over it i lost a ton of weight and i was just like oh my gosh but i remember knowing that it didn't matter what happened as long as i had my belief in who Jesus Christ was, I had the church and I had my rosary and my Bible and that was all that mattered. I don't need any of that other stuff. I just mm-hmm. don't. I still believe that. Yeah. And and came through it. Um, the people that I'm really close to, you know who some of them are that went through it with me. We're still really close. Mm-hmm. We're scarred by it. But at the same time, I didn't lose my faith. Because yeah. that's not what my faith. Those were human beings manipulating my faith. Yeah, using using your strong right. belief in God and manipulating Jesus it for for the gains and for a methodology that was inc- that was incorrect. Right. All the while following a pedophile, so, a liar, right? A narcissist who, who who preached that there was wolves in sheep's clothing within the church when he was actually the wolf. Mm. Yeah. And what's interesting? Wow, that reminds me of somebody I know that <laughs> don't even start. Only has we gotta COVID. Get, we gotta we gotta give him some some leeway this no. weekend. No, you're gonna you're him. gonna go into that now, aren't you? <laughs> no, it's okay. That's no, okay. I don't care. So this podcast is being done while our president is in the hospital uh, with COVID nineteen. We all hope that he uh, yes makes it out okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, we support of him. Uh, not support him as our president, but we support him uh, getting through it. Um, I support him as being. a president, but I don't believe support he should beliefs. be our president. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Do you? You, uh, you respect the office. Do, do you do. think that um, that guy, uh, Marcel Maciel, Father Maciel, Degolado, do you think that he went to hell? I don't know. And that's not for me to judge. That's between mm. him and God. Yeah. So, and I, I never. And that's the one thing I do love about the Catholic Church. And I'm not saying this to. I. You want to be what you can be, whatever you want. I don't really care. But that's the one thing I do love about the Catholic Church. Um, and I should say Catholicism. I don't even like to say Catholicism, is that um, we don't say whether someone's going to hell or not. And other faiths, they say, well, if you don't say this and you do do this and you do that, that you're that there's no way you have salvation because you didn't do this. We don't we don't believe that. We believe that um, that 
that that's between you and God. Hmm. God makes that decision. We have yeah. we have different areas in our faith that that can help you get to attain that. Mm-hmm. But it but that's still not our it's not yours. Sure. It's not mine. It's not anyone within the church. It's not the pope. It's not father whoever. It's not the bishop whatever. No one can make that judgment between you and God cuz only God knows your heart. Mm-hmm. Well said. I think um you know, I think ultimately uh it's not about uh what religion you follow. It's not about um what stories you believe in or don't believe in mm-hmm. i think it's just about being a good person i agree I and i think that, that i mean i have a lot i have a lot of friends i have i have a group of as you know a group of friends from high school and we're it's just an, there's a 10 of us and we're just amazing and we are all from different faiths but it's really interesting that we're still friends after all these years 35 plus years mm-hmm. that the one thing that is that um we respect each other we care about you, each other's beliefs. We support each other's beliefs. And um, I've been to some of the, their places where they worship. And I look at it and I'm like, wow, that's really great. And and the message that was given there was really awesome. And that is gonna, I'm going to gain something that, from that in my life. And I'm going to take it with me. And I'm going to be a better person because of it. You know? Yeah, 100%. I believe that. I think that's like the most important thing is accepting everyone and learning from them. Yeah. I think, uh, if there's anything positive to take out of religion or more specifically, like what you believe in, which is like Catholicism, Mm -hmm. um, is, um, and I think a lot of other Christian faiths believe this, which is the golden rule, right? treat others as you would want them to treat you love thy neighbor as you love yourself yeah, yeah. which is, is really hard to do that that is uh yeah it's, it's really, really hard, hard to, do. to do yeah mm-hmm. um, when you dislike someone it's hard to see them as a child of god yeah i don't think you need to believe in god to in, in order to understand or follow that concept no yeah I and see even. and i look at it as who are you to say whether that person gets to see salvation or whatever it is right I mean, I, I could be totally wrong about all of this. Well, even even right? like taking, but I still oh, did the yeah, I still yeah. did the right thing. Even taking like God or religion out of it, uh, I think that being um, moral and like the ethics in our society are what we're born into. We have a natural law um, that yeah. we, of good and bad, and like so, uh, like ethics, I think changes based on your society, mm-hmm. um, and I think that. Uh, maybe what we as a society, at least in the U S uh, our ethics are kind of based on probably Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think necessarily like people are bad. Um, and so I think people could still be good people, uh, or like no matter what you are. Yeah. Atheist, pagan. Jewish, well, I think that whatever. I had a, I had a really good, um, well, it was actually one of your brothers had a basketball coach and he's a Christian. He's, he's not a Catholic, but he's a, he's a Christian minister. Really, really awesome guy. Did a great job basketball coaching. Not the top team, but they all loved him and respected him, right? And he told me that he would, he would every week he sits down and he has, um, once a week he has tea with an atheist. Mm-hmm. And he said, we have the best conversations and I really love him and I know he loves me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I remember thinking about that. I thought, that's so awesome. 
that we can have, we have such a huge, that's a huge divide, right? But it, you can still respect each other and not think, oh, well, and have, and it's too bad we couldn't do that in all other ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right? it's too bad that some religions teach you, uh, the, quite the opposite. Sure. To hate others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based on what they believe in. Mm-hmm. This is why I, I but it's a lot of it's cultural or, or even that mm-hmm. beyond religion. How about p- p- politics? Politics, right? The, the right side wants you to hate the left side and the left side wants you to hate the right side mm-hmm. where we're all, in it shouldn't this be about, it shouldn't be liking or disliking. It should be about what's best for the common good of the people. Yeah. Right. What's, in What's the morally of and the ethically right for the common good of people. But we all have a different way we try to think we can attain that. So, I mean, we're human. I mean, yeah. have we ever agreed? No. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous to think that anybody. Um, it's part of the it, human race. Well, it's ridiculous to think that you have to believe between two things, right? right? <laughs> and, and if you don't, then what? <laughs> You're going to dissipate? You're, You're I mean, uh yeah, disenfranchised. <laughs> yeah, which which you know, a lot I think a lot of people feel that way actually in in this election. I think they feel disenfranchised because they right. they're given two not really so great, extreme, um, really extreme. Choi- I, well, I sides. wouldn't call extreme. Yeah, but actually, I would say I think not this, great I think choices. Social, I wouldn't even say social me- social media. I don't want to blame that because that's a lot of people saying how they feel. Social media. Well, I think social the, media is, is, I think is the, a totally the, the, separate the, thing visual media that we watch on television legacy media is that what that's called yeah i think a lot has of made us that. believe that it's either this way or it's that way and if you're not this no. way or you're not that way then right. you're lost and there's also you gotta be one or the other and you don't yeah, yeah. you have to fit into these molds or else right yeah you don't and, belong here i mean and and I, also... I consider myself to be a pretty um ultra conservative i mean i really do but yet I can look at someone who doesn't believe what I believe and understand why they believe what they believe. Right. There's I don't also, think that they're a bad person or they're horrible or whatever. We just have different views. Yeah. And maybe my view's not right. There's a, I think the stigma of like, if you don't vote for uh, Republican or Democrat, mm-hmm. your vote doesn't count. Um, and it sucks because then like, it's, I, it's like the two sides are so different that, you either lean one way or, or the other. And mm-hmm. for most people, they will not vote for the other side because they just don't lean that yeah. way enough, right? Mm-hmm. And so it sucks because there are other parties. Sure. Like we have other parties yes, in the US besides just libertarian and independent. There's other parties. And for parties. a while we thought maybe we were going to have another party in there. Right. Right? And and it, and that didn't come to fruition through through American history. Right. That's the case. Yeah. And, right. And mm-hmm. if you look in um yeah, I mean we had other parties er- earlier on in our history. Um, but if you look in other countries, uh, like, sure, it's mostly, or a lot one of them are the still other. only two parties or yeah. one party or whatever. But they, a lot of them will have Three. different types of parties. And I think it's a good representation of what yeah. people, um, like, if you live in California, you might have much different views on things than in Florida. So or it's in good New to, England. Yeah, it's good to be yeah. able to have this, like, middle sure. ground of regulations that everyone gets to vote on. But instead, it's just two, uh, two completely different parties that are always just fighting and and they're, and they're not the same is mm-hmm. what they what they originally were but again and and history is really important for us to learn from if we go back and we read um in our history some of the first debates that were done that are documented 
it's really interesting what they said back and forth to each other. And, and, and most of us never read that and never see it, right? Because that's pretty far back. But they still did it. Mm-hmm. It just didn't go out in two seconds to social media. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When they had those debates, right. yeah. it took a really long time before what those words were said between those two candidates or whatever candidates. It took a long time for that to reach the general public. Yeah. Now yeah, it happens in a matter of seconds. I think live. I think right. it's um I think we what we need to do is essentially restructure and this is kind of taking things into a tan, uh in a in a left to hard turn but restructure the way uh, uh our c- curriculum is in schools to have a heavier focus on history and less on some of the other what a lot of um young people call bullshit classes. Yeah. Um you know, some of some and of and then you have people who think the opposite. Oh, we, what do we need to learn too. history for? Because it we should be doing what's up right now. No, we learn from history. And also, like history is important. If we're teaching the, our kids the same amount of uh, percentage of history throughout the decades, well, history is an ever expanding, just like sciences is an sure. ever expanding. Um, do you, do you remember when no, they told right? you that so we Pluto should be teaching our kids. wasn't really a planet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, then th- that's just a matter of changing out the text <laughs> right. and the textbook. No, but book. I'm saying, but, but that shows you how different it is. You can't yeah. trust every book that you read. Yeah, but what, what I'm change, saying is like we, we focused a lot of uh, our c- curriculum on, on certain things, and I never learned about like um, – black wall street or um i never learned about some like some of the things that happened in the 2000s like the gulf war things like that like right it's just like it's taken a, a long lot, time for those to come into history right. books yeah a lot of a lot of things a lot of things are just not taught that i that i've learned a lot as an adult, as an adult through college or through my own findings and self-education and it's taught me a lot about what it what it means to be human in today's society um, How about what it means to is, be an American? Well, yeah, that I mean, that's that that comes along. Mm-hmm. That's relative, right? But I think, but you know what? If you had been taught that when you were in eighth grade or you were in tenth grade, I mean, when you're a person who's my age, I can't even tell you what I learned then. I don't even remember that time. Sure, it all builds on each other, and it's important. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. I'm saying is, we like I never was interested in history, but now I love it. My favorite genre to read is historical fiction or to read a, 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 a um, nonfiction historical book. I was never interested. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's a maturity mm-hmm. that happens with this. And you'll see that because now when you've gone out on your own and you've gone to college or maybe you didn't go to college, but you're out there working in the world and you're a person who's a, a member of society and working, you view it differently than you did when you were 12. Sure. I, and you learn things and you see it from a different perspective and you're putting what you know and you believe into the real world. Does yeah. That, I don't know if that makes I sense. May not, you may not remember what you learned when you it's had still those experience. You're still an experience. But, but right. some of those lessons certainly had a, a part in forming who you would be. Right. Sure. And what type of profession But when maybe. again, that goes back to what your parents taught you. Right? What state you lived yeah. in. But I still... Yeah, I, what uh, culture you were part of? I agree with what you're saying. Like, I don't think they teach any kind of recent history. Now, maybe the Gulf War 
I mean, it takes a while. I History books are only that, written. That, that yeah. one was kind of on the very uh, verge of when you were in school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see that one a little less. But like, there was a lot of recent. There was a lot of history before that. Like my my, and I'm not knocking this at all. I think it's super important. But the biggest thing I remember from school history was World War II yeah, and the Holocaust. We yeah. learned about it almost every they, single year. Right, and they and really good. pushed those things. And there's right. nothing wrong with that. But we but, need to learn about all the other things, too. Like, a lot of the recent things. Yeah, and I'm not saying that the Gulf War has any more significance than World War II does, um, because I don't think it does. Yeah, I was going to uh, say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even it, though it but is But even though it was very war, important, because um, it leads up to a lot of issues that we have now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I right. feel like in order to, when you turn 18, you get this amazing ability as an American to decide who is going to be our next president. Mm-hmm. And in order to make an, an, a, a informed decision, we need to know what has happened in the last decade because what has led up in those years has is very um, uh, relative to the current pol- political climate in our, in our country. So and let mo- me ask you both a question. Most, one more point on that. Okay, sure. Most Americans, including myself, like don't know much about it, don't know a lot about uh, like why Syria is the way Syria is. Uh, Saudi, uh, right. You know, like a lot of the countries, what mm. kind of relationships we but have. But you know, with if you talk to like your Saudi father Arabia. about that, he's very, he knows a lot about those things. I don't. Yeah. I never paid attention. I didn't care. I was busy right. taking care of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I and, never even watched TV hardly in the 90s. And that's why I probably know more than maybe the average person. Right. But that is like the most important thing in our society right now. Because that's a newer history right. that is affecting we, what's going on now. Yeah, we need so to understand how those things happened, what yeah. kind of relationships we have, and then how can we vote to do what we believe will fix it or not do it again, you know? Yeah, like if we're going to expect, give the privilege to uh, kids who are just turned 18, the responsibility of like voting your sister. President, how about your sister who just turned 18? They need to understand exactly what has happened leading up to the current term in order to make and if we're not teaching our kids current history mm-hmm. i mean i'm not saying that we are i have been removed it's hard from to teach high school cla- history right. classes for quite some right. time but now, it's but hard to teach current history because why why well, do you think it's hard, hard political uh, well there's it's a hot it, everybody yes. has a hot take on what has yeah. c- because just it hasn't happened. been figured even, out yet we didn't see the effect of that history yeah even it, like the southern states that don't teach much about slavery because it's ingrained in their their I don't and also know. Very I disagree shameful. with you in Florida. I think my kids Florida learn. is a little different than yeah. like Missouri. Well, yeah, right. It's not a, it's yeah, not a true <laughs> southern state. It's right. very different. Yes. Um, but I I didn't go to school there, so I don't know if this is true, but what I've heard is that like some places won't even teach that kind of thing. Yeah. Because it, like those shameful. towns, yeah. it's their families, you know what mm, I mean? Who, I see who what you're saying. The slaves right. or, or right. like their or money the comes gra- from that. the great grandparents of the superintendent of the school. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, so, and, and you and you can see that that's a that's an issue and that may not be true, but maybe Yeah, it we is. have yeah. no idea whether we, that's we're, true. We're, we don't know. I'm trying to remember the question now that I was going to ask you. Sorry, I apologize. I don't even remember now, because I'm old. We were talking about, uh, Chase said something about the Gulf War. I remember when I moved out here saying I was from Florida. And they're like, oh, you're from the South. Like, how is it? <laughs> is it living in the South? I'm like, Florida is not the not South. Not the South. It's it's called Disney World. <laughs> you have it's a Disney bunch World. Of and then when you live where we lived, to live to d- where we lived die, was like fantasy land yeah. on the beach. It's by either yeah. you live in a swamp. You work at Disney or you live on the beach. 
or, right or, outside of Miami. Or, or you live in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> or you live one. in the yeah. Panhandle and you're yeah. a Seminole. I was like, we had right. people so with Southern so accents, but they were mostly fake. You definitely and they don't want to be a gator, right? Definitely right. not. Don't want to be disgusting. a gator. Sorry. I don't know. hope we don't offend anybody. I have I friends who are gators. Them. Please don't listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just we still love you even if you are a gator, but it's not good to be a gator. Yeah, exactly. Seminoles like to eat gator bites. Yeah. Full disclosure, my wife may or may not have gotten her, her master's, master's degree, degree from Florida. <laughs> she supported that Yikes. school. She doesn't believe in masks. Anyone Anybody? who pay, has paid She taxes. doesn't? I'm kidding. Oh, don't say that. you're from Florida, right? <laughs> I believe in masks. Oh, you didn't, make, you didn't make that joke, joke how you told her when she got here. What? You know, this yeah. is a man. <laughs> By the way, not a single one of those Trump people riding on 470 was wearing a mask in their car they were in their own car were you wearing a mask in your car it's a joke no no, but were you wearing oh my tell are were you wearing Uh, a mask for the record i was wearing a mask and you have no way to prove that that's a lie you're lying right in front of your mother so i don't don't know none of us were wearing a mask in the tesla so teslas have uh automatic masks (laughs) They have an air filter. They, they blow pay, they the <laughs> air back into that. your face. Yeah. So, so that you get your else. own Corona. Today, on, we were driving on the highway, and it was a stretch of probably 10, oh, no, miles. Oh, no. Plus. 20 miles? 20 plus 20 miles. 20 plus, 20 plus miles. 20 plus. Uh, yeah, easy. Uh, Trump supporters with like flags on their trucks and cars. We and were kind of, we spray, were It was pretty much paint, like if you painting. could, ladies and gentlemen, if you can imagine homecoming um, in your high school where you decorated a bunch of your friends' trucks for the parade, it was like that. And it kept going. Mm-hmm. And going. going, but with Trump going. flags and American flags and law enforcement um, flags, no more bullshit 2020 flags. <laughs> and they like had there was a Jesus on. 2020, that one's, that one's and they were going uh, like 25 miles, no, miles an hour they were going 40. in a 75, creating quite the havoc on our ride to get out to the mountains. Yeah, it took us a half an hour longer to get to our hike. What I want to know is what if somebody had to get to the hospital or get home because their kids were needed them and they weren't able to do that because of the traffic caused by Trump supporters on 470. Oh, and would you say that uh, same about the other side? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. I respect that. If you want to go show your pride for your president or your party, highway's really not a good place to do it. You will get just as much, um, uh, I guess, um, uh, showcasing on but we've a bridge seen, but on we've the side seen of the road c- with your flags. Yeah. Don't don't but, stop traffic or do anything to disrupt that. But we've seen that. cities who have do- blocked off intersections for all different types of causes. Well, you know what? Yeah, it's uh, annoying. Screw them. Yeah, screw them. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is annoying when you have business to do, but at the same time, what is amazing is that we live in the United States of America and we have the freedom of speech. Totally. And yep, we are allowed to... Um, go out and show what we believe. And that is really a great thing. And I hope that we're always able to do that no matter yeah. what. We should always do it. Do it. Uh, please. Safely. Social distance for yeah. now. Um, the Wear one good thing about that was that they were social distancing. Yeah. Because they were in, they were like in, you so, know, six feet apart in their vehicles. <laughs> that was good. Um, but yeah, it's great. But you don't have the right to stop. We were trying to take a hike. And okay. Stop people's. Um, you know, a daily business. So please don't do that. It's it was really a minor inconvenience, but I could see that being a very bad problem if 
you did need to get somewhere very yeah, fast. Yeah, but we have that like, happen with like anything. Like the cop car who, or the cop motorcycle who just went. We have down no idea where he side. went. Right? He went to arrest the Trump. And we're not people. saying he didn't, we're not he saying whether or not sure. we, we just agree or disagree with whoever was doing whatever. Yeah, we're not saying no. It's not. It about can be anyone. Whether, but, but, or not but or not honestly, I want to say, I want to say, uh, I want to say, if it was about something that you truly believed in and you thought was amazing, I mean, honestly. Would you have the same feeling, dude? Tra- sitting in traffic, I know, is still. I know, but I just really wonder. You know, it's like it's easy. We're it's easy for us to be opposed to something that we don't support. Yeah, but when it's something we support, it's okay. Did it make it worse that it was Trump supporters? Yes. But Did you have to remember, also, on this, was, we want to say on this podcast that, that not pot? everyone riding in the Tesla to go on the hike <laughs> is a non... There were people in there that aren't Trump supporters. They weren't all never Trumpers. But there were Republicans that. and Democrats in the car. That's all I want good to say. People. There good, were good, people, all good, good people. Good people on both sides of the Tesla. Good people. And we all can have conversations together and don't beat each other up yeah. yet. Yeah. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, so, I think uh, I think we should probably wrap. wrap I think this so up. because I think these people are already asleep and we're talking no, to we ourselves. Lost them. We lost them. We lost them. Like, at the first way back. I don't know. Thank My you for the one solid. person that's still listening. Yeah, thank you because <laughs> here's to you. I really realized that talking to your mom is really boring. So let's let's uh, count them up here. So your wife, my wife, mom, Malav. dad. Our siblings. That's already nine people. Uh huh. You and me. Well, I guess you're. Well, there's eight, nine, ten. There will be at least ten people who will listen to this. Ten people, and that's ten more than there wasn't. Then we can start getting ten more than I expected. Yeah, we can start getting advertisements from Honey. Were you? Were you? Were you (laughs) entertained? Were you entertained? Was I entertained? I had a good time talking, yeah. 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 So that's all on. that really matters. We don't really exactly care time. whether or not you were yeah. entertained. We don't give a shit about, about you. Us. This kidding. isn't for you. Yeah. Let's be honest. No. no. This but, is about because us. I had some cash. I wanted to have my own podcast. Very selfish. <laughs> Just kidding. It's for there, you people. But you know we what? love you people. But, but you know what? Disney. Everything... Ev- there's more to come. That's all I got to say. There's more to come. We are going to have a full podcast. Uh, we're not going to give a date. If we can get maybe 500 <laughs> likes, we're going to have a podcast on Colts. Yeah. If you guys like this podcast video on YouTube over 100,000 times, Miles will <laughs> He'll find eat an some entire 64-ounce can of creamy peanut butter in 30 minutes live on this podcast. With milk. No milk. No, no milk. Beer. Nope, no, no liquids. No liquids? Can we make that 200,000? Nope. No. Okay, what about you? What are you going to do? I don't do anything. I'm the mom. I'm out of all 200,000, and Chase gives me his Tesla. Nah, that ain't happening. With the payment? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Here you go, buddy. (laughs) I rent rent his car. I pay him a dollar a day, and I get to use it one day a week. That's Perfect pretty cheap, for actually. 10 minutes that day. It's pretty cheap. Anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, folks. Till next time. We love you. Adios. Peace. Bye-bye. Cheers.